0: Hello, my name is Josh. I'm Jamie. And welcome to Castings for Two Geeks, the podcast where we talk about movies, comics, and everything in between. Today, we're going to be talking about everything from the stuff we missed um, with James Gunn casting uh, our new Superman Lois for Superman Legacy, to our thoughts on, or rather, our non-spoiler thoughts, or not rather, non-spoiler thoughts on Secret Invasion's episode two and three, and so much more.
1: Also, feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on Twitter and TikTok at combo with Two Geeks. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. And if you want to send us an email for anything from this episode or one of our previous episodes, our email is at Conversation with Two Geeks at gmail.com. And also, we do have a Patreon um, under Conversation with Two Geeks. If you want to follow that follow that and help us support the show, that'd be awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. And you can also find back catalog. That's one of our podcasts we're listening to. So, how are you today, Jamie?
1: I'm doing okay. I'm a little bit tired, but I'm okay to enjoy my day off.
0: It's my one day off. Yay. Yeah, I know. I've, I've been feeling the same mm-hmm. way. I have work later today, and then also just uh, well, first off, it's day of recording. This is like two days after the 4th of July, which mm-hmm. I, oh my god. Yeah, two days ago was the 4th of July. Time time is irrelevant, everyone. I know. I, I, just, I just
1: completely I remember that. Um, I know. We kind of took like a weird impromptu break Uh,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because
0: we had a lot going on yeah Um, And so um we also you know we also apologize uh, there's no special episode this month we originally were gonna do one but then i became busy so next month we definitely will try to get one in and stuff and mm -hmm. yeah we'll we'll figure it out we'll figure out that one but yeah no we also missed a couple other things that happened and such as Mm Mhm. our new superman and lois has been cast uh according to According to deadline, mm-hmm. following months of audition tapes and in-person screen tests, Warner Brothers and DC studios have their new Clark Kent and Lois Lane with David Cornsweat and Rachel Brunson, known for playing the lead on Amazon's Marvel's Vessel. on board by Clark Kent, aka Superman, and Lois Lane respectively, and James Gunn's Superman Legacy. The two actors beat up two actors beat out actors like Nicholas Holt, and McKay, Tom Brittany, and Phoebe Denver. A decision comes after the two were among the few selected to Test in front of TC's co-chairs, Pierce Saffron and Gunn, who was also directing in full costume and makeup for the parts, with the test taking over two days with the men with, with the men one of those days, um, saw the three actors, Holt, Corn Sweat, and britney in full Superman attire. However, sources also publication also said that each actor had close test deals that would started after two business weeks with multiple parties trying to get the casting before a potential screen after Skillshare, which we'll talk about in a second because there there's was there been some stuff on that, Brandon. Oh, boy. Uh, but in terms of getting our new Superman and Lois, so um, I've only really seen Cornset in one thing, and that's in Pearl, where he had kind of a supporting role. And honestly, the demeanor of his character like, kind of had me more pegged as like a Bruce Wayne type than a Clark Kent type. But then again, mm-hmm. after, besides that, I've seen multiple clips, including this one clip from the show called The Politician that made me realize, okay, yeah, he's he's Superman. Um, as for Bronson, mm-hmm. I've only really seen bits and pieces of um, Marvel's Mrs. Maisel, but like every time I do see her, and I, I do feel like she could play that um, spunky, very quick-witted Lois Lane journalism and uh, journalism type, and okay. yeah, I'm... I'm I'm down for this casting. This is this is some pitch perfect casting. Um, What are your thoughts on this?
1: Um, I I think it's going to be good. Um, I like that they're not, at least to me, they're not super well known. So like I Mm -hmm. like that aspect of it.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I think um, I don't know. I think I think it'll be good. Um, I don't really have that many thoughts because I'm not super familiar with either one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've heard all good things about the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, um, and so, so that's awesome. Um, I'm not super familiar with, uh, David, so, like, I don't really have very many thoughts, but the only thing I think is funny is he looks almost exactly like a younger version of Henry Cavill, kind of.
0: Yeah. You at it,
1: it's, it's kind of funny.
0: It, it is. He does a little bit, so. It, it is, and it's definitely riled up the certain people, but at this point, just... Oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're looking for anything, it's sad. It's
1: day. I feel bad for Cavill, but it's it's kind of funny. But um, I think it'll be good. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty excited for this. Uh, that being said, as we kind of mentioned earlier, the Screen Actors Guild. So last time we kind of left off on that. Um, they were about to like nearly almost strike, um, but will but um and exclusive from ex- yeah. Anyways, but yeah, no, I'm I'm down for this casting, and I'm glad they were able to get it before a uh, certain strike that may or may not happen. So, yeah, I
1: think that's good that they got it in time.
0: Uh-huh, definitely. Um, especially given our next topic, which, in exclusive from Deadline Reports, that actors are getting a head start on picket planning, should negotiations, and a stalemate in Midnight on July 12, and lead to a double strike alongside the Writers Guild of America. This comes after Sag Afra and the a TV extended their the deadline to july 12th upon the original deadline exciting on june 30th in addition to acting skinny head start actors also working right, on picket signs and ordering t-shirts and putting together a list a lot captive coordinators and importantly while the wga has not contacted SAG in terms of logistics the exclusive reports that saga Afra has yet officially to reach out to the wga to discuss and um discuss logistics and plans a number of WGE members have individually offered to help SAG-AFTRA captains and co- and coordination and coordinators should the occasion arise. So looks like we're about to enter into another strike, and mm-hmm. I yeah yeah th- this one's gonna get really interesting, folks. Because um if SAG really stri- if SAG strikes and it looks like SAG might well it's getting a little weird because the leadership over there kind of seems like they might want to make a deal, but yet everyone from general from jennifer lawrence to meryl street are like no we're, we're striking mm-hmm. so it's it's gonna be interesting um and yeah it'll be
1: very interesting
0: yeah no, i know and how long have we been in the wga strike like this has been like month three or month four
1: something like that yeah, that's not right
0: so batting your hatches and uh pick it and uh take your wallet books folks we might be in this for a while
1: mm-hmm.
0: so there's that. There's that. Well, anyway, moving on to our next topic. Uh, we got an official trailer for Killing to the Flower Moon. Stops this reads At the turn of, of the 20th century, oil brought a, fe- a fortune to the Osage Nation, nation, who became some of the richest people in the world overnight. The wealth of these Native Americans immediately attracted white interlopers who manipulated, extorted, and stole much of Osain's money as they could before resorting to murder. Based on a true story, a touching and improbable romance, of Ernie uh, Buckert, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, and Molly Kyle, played by Lily Gladstone. Pillars of the Flower Moon is an epic uh, western crime saga where real love crosses paths with unspeakable betrayal. Uh, based on a book, based on the book of the same name by Dan Graham, the film is co-written and directed by Mark Spritzly, with the film starring DiCaprio, Gladstone, Robert De Niro, G- Jesse Flemish, John Lithgow, Fred and Fraser, Tentu, Cardin- uh Carnell. Kara uh, Jane Myers, Jenny Collins, and Jillian Dion. Um, the film is set for a limited release on October sixth, wide release on October twentieth. Jamie, what are your thoughts on the trailer?
1: I thought it was pretty cool. Um, it's not. It, I've never even this movie was not on my radar at all. Um, but it looks pretty interesting. It looks like a cool western kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope it's done well. I think it will be, but i am just like the I feel like it could be a little bit of a sensitive subject. So yeah. I hope it's done done okay.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree so as well. I know that with the production, like so the movie's originally so the movie I don't think Songs kinda covers this, but like the movie's also or at least the book, um, also kinda details the birth of the FBI mm. and how and how they got involved. I think this was like one of the first cases they saw. They had to investigate and stuff and um and originally and the original and originally that was going to be kind of the focus, but then after consulting with Ani, uh, new- with uh, Native American, especially the themselves and stuff, um they were like, no, let's actually focus more on them. So it's actually more focused on the O.C. on the O.C. people as opposed to just the FBI, which actually I feel like actually makes the movie kind of better. Okay. A little bit and like in actually gives us a really interesting story and stuff, especially given the romance between. Platinum DiCaprio and stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I really am excited for this movie. It's just,
1: it's definitely interesting, and it's definitely um, something that hasn't been done too much in media, like at all, mm-hmm. if I can remember. Mm-hmm. So I think it definitely has a lot of potential, and it has a lot of big names behind it. So um, it could be really good. It looks good. the The production quality looks good. The trailer overall looks really good got really good actors so mm-hmm.
0: plus yeah. it's also scorsese yeah that too so that too. yeah you can't go wrong with scorsese
1: no
0: yeah all right Anyway, moving on to another topic uh v-a-t-h-r according to a very interesting piece regarding mattel that i actually recommend people check out from the new yorker uh the new yorker revealed that barbie director um greta gerwig is attached to direct a feature or film Version of the Chronicles of Narnia books for Netflix with the piece stating that she has a deal to direct two films in author C.S. Lewis' Narnia franchise. This marks the first update on the franchise since 2018 when the streamer acquired the film to TV rights to the Chronicles of Narnia book series. So after Barbie, it looks like she's headed into the uh, world of the Lion Witch and the Wardrobe.
1: I have thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, so, okay. So I love these movies, okay? Mm hmm. There is a so I know we all know the version that had the more updated version that came out. Oh God, 2000 or in the mid 2000s, I think. I can't remember exactly when the reboot happened. There's an old version of these films. I don't know how many people know about that. I remember watching as a kid.
0: Wait, the the, BB, the BBC version because there the it BBC might have been. The-
1: I was little, so I don't remember where it was from, but mm-hmm. uh. I remember watching those, and then the reboot happened, and there's a lot of potential here because the Chronicles of Narnia mm-hmm. has uh, be, with the Howard tried to do the films so has never really gotten past the third book. Mm-hmm. So it's very it can be very interesting if if they can make this work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Greta Gerwig would be a fantastic choice to direct mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. I really hope so. Mainly mm-hmm. because uh, what she... So of her reboot of The Little Women movie that mm-hmm. came out. She oh, gave yeah, a which lot of... yeah. She gave a lot of depth to um, Amy. Mm-hmm. Florence Pugh's character in that movie. Mm-hmm. And I hope she can do the same for Susan in, those, in this one a little mm-hmm. bit. I saw somebody mention that. Mm-hmm. Um, because... I just, I feel like that there's a lot of potential with character stuff mm-hmm. that she could do. And it, it they're just like, I don't know, I just really enjoy the movies. I think they've been good. The story is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but I think the reboots were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like they just didn't know what to do after that third book because they were like, I we don't know what to do, even though they have all the books right there with them. But yeah, I th- I think the thing
0: that tripped I feel them like was- that
1: third maybe didn't do as well as they wanted to. I I, th- so. I think
0: the thing that tripped them up was that the second book, the second movie was actually the fourth book, and then like um, it just these books are out of continuity.
1: No, th- is that Prince Prince Caspian's the second book though? Oh, I haven't read the books, but I'm pretty sure Prince Caspian because Susan and Peter. Leave pretty early on in the, seas- in the series, and their cousin, whose name I'm forgetting right now, comes uh, to the ju- You you
0: you just uh, you guessed this.
1: Yeah, so I felt like that made sense to me in that track. I haven't read the book, so I I can't say for certain, but um, yeah, I yeah. thought they were like it made sense to me in the movies, and I feel like it worked. Yeah, no,
0: no. And and I'm looking at... the. I feel like...
1: But my thing is... is um, Gerwick does a really good job of... Character- and all the stuff I'm seeing from the Barbie promo stuff... I'm so excited for the freaking Barbie movie. Like, I can't freaking oh. really can stand it. Yeah, yeah. And no, so... Um, so... And if she can make a Barbie movie with, like, taking characters from Barbie and <laughs> making them really cool... Like, she could do some cool things with this, so... Yeah. My only concern is if it's Netflix this is a CGI. That's my only concern because there's got to be some CGI stuff in this. But that's another conversation for another time.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, no, and I'll, we'll see how she does with like big budget CG and Barbie. Because mm-hmm. I imagine that there's probably going to be that thing. Yeah. Also, I looked up. So there is a difference between when the books. So there is a. So it seems like, in terms of actually like when they were actually written and released, Witch... Witch and Wardrobe came first. Prince Caspian came second. Voyager Dawn right. Trader came 3rd
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, fourth was Silver Chair, fifth was Horse and Boy, sixth was the Magic Nephew, but the seventh and the seventh is obviously the last battle. But the way how it's chronicalized, it's the magic uh, the magician's nephew, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe, Horse and the Boy, and his boy, uh, rather, Prince Caspian, Voyager Dark Trader, Silver Chair, Last Battle.
1: interesting i didn't realize that so yeah, so he no. skipped around because i haven't read the books or i now i've read at least like the first like i think i've read the witch in a wardrobe
0: mm-hmm. so
1: yeah i haven't gone past that really and it's been a while
0: mm-hmm.
1: so but um i think they had a i think they have potential here because i think yeah. they have the books they have some interesting character stuff i think it could work
0: I think I, think I really could.
1: do, and she's a great director, and she can nail those characters, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and she can bring interesting stuff to the characters. Like I know a lot of people don't particularly like, them, and I know a lot of people didn't really like Amy from the Woman either until that reboot happened. Mm. So I think she can make. I think she could do some interesting stuff with the characters to make them more likable.
0: I so. see. I didn't. Not, know people- I
1: don't want to say that Susan's people. Uh it's it, I I don't really want to go into it cuz I need to pull some stuff up but basically people just find Susan kind of annoying and don't like that she keeps like after like she gives up on Narnia really quickly. People don't mm. like that about her. Mm. Mm. Because that's the whole Susan has a very honestly Susan has a very complicated plot. Well, going deeper into the books that I've looked at that I would not realize happened and I found out happened, and I was like, what in the hell? So I really <laughs> hope they can go that go that route.
0: There's yeah, stuff that
1: happens. So I'm like So
0: Yeah, no, I know. Did somebody, you ever
1: read the books or anything?
0: I okay, so when my, so what my deal with whole Narnia thing um, I read the first book, I think around the time that the movie came, the Disney movie came out, because I know that there was a BBC version and stuff, mm-hmm. but my frame of reference is the Disney Fox movies. Or rather- Oh yeah, you know, those are
1: better anyway.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, no, but like, uh, and, but I did notice the quality going down around Prince Caspian. Also, I think they had to deal with the writer, sh- I, I think they had to deal with the writer strike back then.
1: That would make sense
0: um and also by the way the screenwriter the original screenwriters for those movies particularly enough uh were the Captain America screenwriters uh Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFreeland interesting so like so that's how they that's how they kind of got their start but yeah no so for me like with Narnia and stuff it's very interesting and I do know and again I know that like it kind of goes all over the place all over the place I really wish and I do wonder how they're going to particularly do this like if they start off with magicians healthy or they start off with language why They'll probably
1: enjoy? start off with Lion and Witch and Wardrobe because that is, when people think of Narnia, that's the one they think of right mm-hmm. off the bat. Because mm-hmm. that's the one I feel like most people are familiar with. It's a really good starting point mm-hmm. because we're experiencing Narnia with Lucy for the first time
0: mm-hmm.
1: and everything. And when she finds it, it's just, it's a really good beginning story. hmm and it has all four of the kids, it has all the siblings, it has... It's like... It's a good starting point. And I think... I don't know. And then after that, I don't know. But I do think... I'd be very surprised if she did not... If she does end up doing this. If this well, ends up...
0: well, she is contracted for two, and having looked at... And looking at how the how the actual continuity is, I could see her I just wanted to get with... past
1: the third one. I wanted to get past whatever the third movie. I wanted to... I, I would love to see this completed.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I, I get you on that. It's just also keep in mind, she only has a deal for two right now.
1: Okay. And I think so the
0: sure. two two could be Magician's Nephew and Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. It's just, it's going to depend, like, now I need to know, like, are those other books, because when in Lion, Witch, the we have that time trip at the end, or they've been in Narnia for all those years, is that, does books go into that, or is that something different? Because I, I, that's why I'm out of my depth, because I don't know that much about anything.
0: From for, for what I can gather, it does seem like, I think, I think courses will take place during the events of, um, dur- during the events of, um, Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe because there's that whole time jump where they become kings and stuff
1: hmm That's what I'm talking about. It, do some of those books take place during that time jump? Like, when they're becoming kings, when they're staying in Narnia for all that time?
0: Yeah. Like, I, I, I think it takes, I know the fourth book, I know the third and potentially the fourth book can kind of take place in between between those time periods and stuff. And then voy, and then I think Voyage of Dawn, Treader um, is back in continuity. Because mm-hmm. I know Lucy and Edmund are in that one hmm that's
1: that's Lucy and Edmund's last one
0: I yeah think. that's her last one and then you got uh Eustace I think takes over from there because
1: Prince Caspian is Peter and Susan's last one and then mm-hmm. Voyager Don Treader is Lucy and Edmund's last one mm-hmm. so I definitely think like if she's going to do 80s she's going to try to do the ones that have the pens of V kids mm-hmm. in them because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what she's going on Because that's where it gets, I don't know. Like, I think the thing that comes down to it is I need to know more about the books. Because like, I have not, I don't remember very much at all. And mm-hmm. I think there's, th- like, if she can get farther than what the BBC did and what the Disney movies did, I think that'd be cool. Yeah,
0: definitely. Because
1: there's cool. a lot of other stuff that happens so that they could really turn this into something if they play their cards right.
0: Yeah, especially given some of the themes, which is very interesting. And very much leads into um, some of C.S. Lewis's religion viewpoints,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which yeah. was very interesting, especially when you can, when you contrast it with Tolkien's and stuff. But yeah. I, I digress. I digress. Anyways, we'll, we'll be here all day if we discuss more about that.
1: Sorry, <laughs> that was a big tangent.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. yeah. Anyways, moving on to our second, la- or actually our last topic of the, last topic of the day, and also this is some rumor mill, so take with a grain of salt. According to the Cosmic Circus, new details regarding the upcoming. Uh, previously, Disney Plus series now turned into a theatrical film. Armor Wars, mm-hmm. which is set to have Don Cheeto reprise his role as James Rody Rose, a.k.a. War Machine, and Dominique Thorne as Reed Williams, a.k.a. Ironheart. Um, as the plot centers around the two of them, dealing with the fact that Tony Stark's technology begins to fall into the wrong hands. The report revealed that the film will adapt to comic events of the same name, with the antagonists taking Tony's technology we perceive for their own gain, uh, with the technology currently being in the hands of the Department of Damage Control, which plays a very crucial uh, which will be a very crucial group in the story of this film. Uh, in addition, while the DODC might, may be the ones currently possessing the American technology, there is a mastermind presently pulling the string at the DODC, so if they can approve it for themselves, with the mastermind being the current CIA director, Contesta Valentina Egrega Fontaine, played by uh, Julie Stryfus. However, she is not alone in this endeavor, as Justin Hammer will return in the film as the man D- director DeFontaine hires to develop this team of Iron Men um, with Justin Hammer's actor Sam Rockwell set to reprise his role so um, they also kind of revealed that this is going to be the next movie after Fantastic Four um, mm-hmm. I think they have, I think they mentioned June, July 25th, 2025 and also this is depending on you know, with the writer's strike and everything like that mm-hmm. so, so yeah um, so Justin Hammer's back
1: that's going to be interesting mm-hmm.
0: very, very interesting to I don't consider. know how
1: I feel about that <laughs>
0: I mean, it's been a while, and like I, I, I'm, I'm just like about damn time. We've been kind of waiting for this guy to come back.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see him um, go up against uh, Roadie and mm. uh, Riri. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it'll be interesting to see Roadie like how Riri comes into. Mm-hmm into that circle and, and meet shrody and everything and how how she comes in contact with everybody mm-hmm. um so it's going to be interesting
0: yeah and considering some stuff in secret invasion it's definitely which again mm-hmm. i i i will not spoil um because one of us hasn't seen it yet i'm sorry it's okay but like um it's going to definitely be very interesting and stuff and i'm i'm <sighs> this Fontaine character. -hmm. I'm goddamn you, goddamn it, Elaine. I know. know. Every 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 time I think every time I think of Fontaine, I just think Elaine from freaking Seinfeld.
1: She's oh man, she's just trouble. She's just trouble. Freaking sends Elena to go kill Clint, giving her misinformation. Mm -hmm. It's a whole mess. (laughs) She's involved in and she's and she's involved in this stuff. Seems like if this rumor mill turns out to be true. Mm-hmm. We um, like, don't like, know she's going to be involved with Thunderbolts, so I, I think
0: I think she will be. I think she's going to be the one. Like she's like the work, the like the messy version of Amanda Waller meets like the, meets an anti Nick Fury, mm-hmm. and also hundred percent. Also,
1: I'm, and the scary thing is we don't know how deep she is in everything right now. Yeah, that's so scary. Yeah,
0: and also, also she's never had Ross, Ross's ex
1: wife. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> We'll see how that goes. <laughs> oh, 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 I
0: just, I, I just, yeah, yeah, I just, God damn it, Elaine! Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm i going to be having so many cycle jokes between that one and The foreseeable Future. Because
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: it's just Elaine messing up everything.
1: This going to be funny. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, anyway, moving on to recommendations for the week. And um, so originally I was planning on doing spoiler thoughts, but someone here, I... Yeah, not to rag not to rag on you. I know you've been busy but like yeah. it, it was a bit of a change it was a bit of a change.
1: I will say this my one thing is is I 100 I am like 98 percent positive that Roy is a scroll right now and I from the little what I see it keeps getting stronger and stronger that that's going to be the possibility. So that would be my only really thoughts about this, is that people keep saying that, and I keep believing it too, because he keeps making these weird little things, and I'm like, mm, that's weird.
0: I, I, so. I, will, I will say, um, so I'll talk about episode two first, because we didn't discuss about that. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, I really enjoyed the episode. I lo- I'm loving the scene more established. It's definitely a darker tone than what we've gotten from previous MCU's projects. Also, there's a particular scene between Rhodey and Fury that was perfect, and honestly kind of hinted at it more and more. Mm -hmm. And the last five minutes of that episode was kind of a major reveal, which then leads us into episode three. Um, I'm still loving this, which which I'm still loving this tone. Also, I love seeing um, Fury and Talos' relationship, which essentially is an old married couple. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of, it's kind of going through the ringer right now, and it's very interesting. Um, It also parallels uh, a guy and graphics relationship, which is um, Amelia Clark's and um, Kingsley Benadir's characters. And also, uh, there's something towards the end of that episode, which pretty much state, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. But all in all, I really enjoyed both episodes two and three, and I can't wait for the next episode and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyways. Also, I've seen a lot of shit between now and... Um, Now when the recent, very, I see a lot of these guys. Um, First off, one of the ones I did see was Past Lives and I thought it was great. If it doesn't familiar, the film follows two childhood friends who reunite and spend 20 years apart from each other. Uh, Writer, uh, writer, director, Celine Song and company knocked out the park uh, for her directorial debut with Song being a beautiful, very sweet tale about love and the distance between it. The cinematographer, uh, Shabir uh, Keturn this um, apologies for this Uh Displays a sense of melancholy within the background, foreground, and the frame. As was the performances: Greta Lee, Yu, uh, and uh, John Machadero, Who, by the way, I thought that this was Christopher Abbott, mm. but like it turned out, no, it's definitely not him. Um, all give center performances as they not only display uh, not only have perfect chemistry with each other, but also bring uh, a layer of depth within their performances. Uh, overall, filled with some great performances, is a wonderful cinematography. Past lives the beautiful yet bittersweet, threatier than beautiful for song, and also won the best ones of the year. Uh, definitely check this one out if you haven't seen it already. Uh, then I saw Nemona, which is on Netflix, and it was great. Uh, for those unfamiliar, the film follows um, Ballister Boldheart, uh, voiced by Riz Ahmed, as he's forced to join forces for- with a shapeshifter named Nemona, voiced by Cody Rissoretz, in order to clear his name. Uh, based on the graphic novel by Indy Stevenson and one of the last movies animated by Blue Sky Studios before shutting down. Directors Nick Bruno and uh, Troy Kwan Company made a fun, action-packed, hilarious, and um, heartfelt adaptation that's filled with some amazing 2D, 3D uh, hybrid animation. From uh, where the pacing were executed by editor, um, by editors um, Aaron Krakal and Randy Traeger. Managed to assemble a fast but sturdy through line throughout, throughout, and finally, the voice cast is great with Santa Fe and Ahmed, um, with them having some great chemistry with each other while also doing some great performances. Overall, uh, Nimona is a great, well paced, action pack, hilarious, and heartfelt adaptation with some amazing action. Definitely give this one a recommendation if you haven't seen it already. And finally, and this one, and luckily, the embargo released on this one just the day after we the day before we record this. Also, do note that I do have a full-length review coming up very soon over on Geeky Popcorn, so definitely keep a lookout for that. But I saw Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One early, and it was fantastic. Uh, Writer, director, Christopher McQuarrie and company nail across the board, combining action with suspense and mm. uh, furthermore, Tom Cruise leads an excellent cast that includes several performances, including from franchise newcomers like Haley Atwell, Paul Clinton, and Isa Morales, along with uh, former m- members such as. Um, former franchise members such as Henry Shazare having some great chemistry with Cruz uh, throughout. Overall, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 is a fantastic triumph with writer director uh, Christopher Corey and company Nailing across the board with Lee an incredible ensemble containing old and new members. And finally, I um, saw De- Indiana Jones and listening and I thought it was good. Uh, director Jake Mangle and company created a fun, entertaining, and homage to the franchise with some solid performances there adding and adding to this is some wonderful production designed by adam stockhausen and a swelling score by the great john williams uh furthermore harrison ford reprises his role as indie with him leading an all-star ensemble who all give good performances uh if there's anything holding in the movie back though is that it struggles with being a genuine homage and some difference in certain ideas and characters kind of go on the wayside or become under overall despite this uh indiana jones and Dial destiny is still a good fun and entertaining ride uh, with some solid surprises, a swelling score, some wonderful production design, and for a company giving good It's definitely worth checking out. Also, I'm going to review this next week, but I just want to shout out um, Maureen, Maureen Mose Ryan's book, uh, Burn It Down, Power, uh, Complicity, and a Call for Change in Hollywood, which details on uh, just the toxic work environment that all of the production tab have, have sometimes as well as what we can do as well as what can we done to change it. I'll be reviewing this, this book next week but I just wanted to shout it out. I've read the first chapter so far. It's amazing. Um hopefully maybe we can get her again, uh, Mo in for an interview potentially soon. Fingers crossed it's in the process. And yeah, uh do you have any recommendations before we head out?
1: Um I will save them for next week when I can do a better review for them. But I've been reading some books. Uh I've literally like read four books in like the last like two weeks. Woo! So, um, I will talk about them more next week, mm-hmm. um, and save them. Um, yeah, basically, somehow I went to book talk on TikTok, and um, somebody uh, recommended the book, and I picked it up, read that one, and it's a series, so I, I picked up the second one,
0: read yeah. that one,
1: and then the third one's supposed to be released, uh, in October of this year. So in a few months and then um i picked up another series that's kind of similar and um was reading that one and it's nice, been really nice, good
0: nice. nice well anyway so that does it for our our, our show this week
1: yep yeah, so feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms we're on twitter and tiktok at combo with two geeks we're also on facebook and instagram at conversation with two geeks and if you want to send us an email for anything this episode or one of our previous episodes, our email is at uh, conversationwithtwogeeks 2 geeks at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon at uh, Conversation with Two Geeks on Patreon.
0: Yep, and with our Patreon, you get early access to episodes if you're a three dollar member. Five five dollar member, you get access to special episodes um, as well as early access to previous episodes. And also, you get uh, ten and if you're a ten dollar member, you get to choose which special episodes those are. And then for $15, you get all three of those options, plus an an off-air, access to an off-air episode where Jamie and I talk about everything that happens with this month called titled Super Friends. And yeah, definitely check that out. We got some amazing Mm -hmm. stuff there, and we really would like to support. So, um, link is in the description. Anyways, that does it for our week. Bye, everyone! Bye. Bye!